Hi, I'm Hugh Sisson. And I'm Al Spohler. Welcome to Seller Notes, and happy holidays, everybody. Hugh, uh, yeah, we're right in the middle of the holidays now, and a lot of sparkling wine is going to be consumed over the next week and a half, which is fine, uh, but it may stretch the budget if you try to go with champagne all the time. Fortunately, there's a lot of very good, very affordable alternatives, aren't there? Absolutely. And, and don't get me wrong, I love champagne, but champagne prices are pretty stiff. And a lot of the parties that you're going to be going to, you know, are going to be party parties and not necessarily opportunities to sit down and be contemplative over a $100 bottle of champagne. So <laughs> I'm a big believer in getting wines that give just as much complexity, but perhaps a much a little easier on the pocketbook. Um, you know, picking up the threads from last week when we talked about Cremant d'Alsace, here are three very different sparkling wines to explore for the holidays this year. All of these are produced using the, uh, the traditional method, the champagne method for making sparkling wines. So to start off, here's a wine called Luminescence. It's from a producer called Domaine des Herbages. Uh, and those are some people we've talked about before from the Loire Valley. This yeah. is their Brut non-vintage, sells for twenty-one ninety-five. Um, the Loire Valley has been gaining a lot of traction in the sparkling area. I mean, they have done done for a while. They've been sparkling Vouvray's forever, uh, and this wine definitely demonstrates why. It, it's a blend of Melon de Bourgogne, um, Royal Gris, and Chardonnay. And the wine shows notes of peach and white flowers on the nose uh, over crisp green apple flavors with uh, a long lingering uh, finish with just a, a, a hint of toast. It's stylish and at $21.95, I think that's a pretty darn good value. Um, moving much further south, uh, we have a Cremant de Lemoux uh, from a producer called Saint-Hélaire and this is a rosé. Uh, so uh, this is a blend of 70% Chardonnay, 20% uh, Chenin Blanc, and 10% Pinot Noir. So it's going to be a very delicate light rosé with that little Pinot Noir. Um, it's a, a pale salmon-colored sparkler. It shows touches of strawberry and raspberry in the nose uh, over crisp-bodied palate with medium finish. Uh, an aperitif, yes. Maybe pair with a light fruity dessert, yes. Stand alone and enjoy. Perfect. Oh, good. <laughs> so this is also a great value at $20.99. Now, here's one that really sort of surprised me. This is from Portugal. It's called Quinto, Quinto do Ferro uh, Espumante Tinto Brut. This is a non-vintage as well. Sells for $26.99. Um, and now for something completely different. Uh, this is a red sparkler. And this is from the Vino Verde region in Portugal. This company, Quinto do Ferro, all they do is sparkling wine, and they make eight different types. This one has a dark, inky color, uh, bright, bright, tart cherry flavors and subtle tannins. It's the, the grape is 100% Vinao, and I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that correctly, V-I-N-H-A-O. And this is a uniquely Portuguese grape, so this is something completely different. Um, I really liked it. It was sort of maybe because of the novelty, uh, but it was far and away the most interesting sparkler of this particular set. So I'm not sure you would use, where you would use it, but I certainly enjoyed it. So even at the highest price point for the flight, the Quinto de Ferro Espumante Tinto is my wine of the week. Hugh, that, I have not heard of that, but um, 
<laughs> that sounds really, really appealing. Very, very it's nice. It's really cool. <laughs> uh, I'm Al Spoler. And I'm Hugh Sisson. You've been listening to Seller Notes, produced by Bob White for 88.1 WYPR, your NPR news station.